more whatever. Or whatever, or they don't, I guess. <laughs> Everyone, no, no, they do. For, no. Hold on. Everything does come in first episode. Wait, wait, no, no, no. But what if this was our second episode? This is this this is the second. We're just like, oh, you guys really missed the first one, man. It was yeah, good. Yeah, it was crazy. It's a lost episode. We'll never get it back. Yeah, we uh, we had a special guest on. It was uh, it was Jane Goodall, and <laughs> I was wow. gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say Bill Nye. <laughs> hey, is is, uh, is Jane Goodall alive? I want to say yes. Let's actually. Check. Let's see if we can get her on one day. Uh. Um. Yeah, she is still alive. Um, okay, the third search term was Jane Goodall death. <laughs> nah, she's hanging in there. Um, how old is she? She's eighty nine. Oh, okay, that's not actually as old. I yeah, I thought she would be older to be honest. Okay. Also, uh, knighted by the Queen. Hell yeah! Nice. Aren't we all? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have not pretty pretty uh pretty it's part of it is kind of that yeah. no I would say I would say infrequently I meet people who have been knighted by the queen. It's not never, but it is infrequent. Who have you met that's been knighted by the queen? I if I told you I'd have to kill you like James Bond. Was it James Bond? I can't say in uh, okay. polite, in polite company. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, anyway, did the show start already? I guess so. Maybe what what should be our introduct? Like, what's our tagline? Uh, top of the morning to you. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Vetoed. We can't um, do that. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, what was the? We're humans. Wait, fuck. No, the other one. Oh, uh, we can't curse in the first minute. It'll be demonetized. Oh. Okay, it's okay. Uh, we'll we'll bleep it out with like an elephant sound. <laughs> <laughs> um no what is it where animals animals talking about animals yeah it's by animals for animals this podcast is got it so we and, and in that sense like aren't we all animals in part of the larger ecosystem 100 percent. um so no the the idea is that i think i'm gonna have like a monkey edit this so that oh. might be funny nice well this is actually my everything that i'm saying right now it's actually written by a monkey on a typewriter so wow we got yeah. really lucky that they chose english for this and, one yeah and they decided to put in a uh explanation of what i'm reading okay so here's the idea is that uh we are this is animal genius world and we are animal geniuses i guess is the idea <laughs> and this is our world <laughs> and this is our world and you're just living in it uh-huh. and but basically what we were thinking is every week we're going to kind of uh, talk about cool animal things by by focusing in on a specific uh, animal species and kind of digging into what makes them cool, how they fit into the larger ecosystem, and uh, maybe definitely touching on some conservation stuff for a lot of them because it turns out a lot of animals are endangered because of humans. Yeah, it turns um, out we, we kind of suck a little bit. We did some bad stuff out there, and it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, I don't. I. It's been years since I've killed an otter for its fur. So, Jesus Christ. I would say that I'm sort of out of the woods on that one. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so I am actually I'm near of Gandhi. I didn't even say my name. Annie, what's oh, yes. your name? <laughs> my name is Annie Johnson. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, so, and this yeah. is Animal Genius World. Yes, we also have. Um, we also have some. 
I don't even know if it, are are like degrees even qualifications to talk about these things in any way. I mean, I guess maybe interest. Why? I mean, we can say it. Sure, why not? Yeah, you should brag. I should brag. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in marine biology with a minor in environmental studies. Yeah, and I have a, I have a master's in environmental sciences. So eat my butt, world. Yeah, <laughs> you had to outdo me. I did. That's why okay. I went second. Yep, that's the only reason you got your master's. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we're gonna kind of dig into some of the stuff, and uh, we thought that this would be fun to like, honestly, uh, target it more towards like adult listeners, because uh, I feel like a lot of like educational programs like this are pretty much for kids uh, except for like bill nye's netflix show where he fucks like on screen which, <laughs> which, if, which if i recall wasn't good um so like yeah i thought we could do that but good it's just it's basically the same as a child show except for this one has swearing <laughs> yeah actually i would say that's true um also uh we're gonna assume that everybody knows a, a lot about uh uh latin and taxonomy names oh god so, I'm hoping everyone has studied. Um, hey, what is that long word for the na- for the Latin name of a creature? I've forgotten. Um, like you know what I mean? Like the what is the name of the thing that that we're saying when you're saying it's it's species name? Scientific name. There's a there's a longer, more complicated word for it. Binomial, Binomial nomenclature. Mm. That's what it is. All right. Well, I guess we should say that. In this episode, we're talking about sea otters. Sorry. Sorry. Are there like famously sea otters at Six Flags? Yeah. Are there? Can't you just imagine them dancing with their little. Is that a real thing or something you're asking me to imagine? No, this is entirely in my brain. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I can I can't imagine them doing that though. So that's I guess that is something. That's good. So, yeah, let's. I think what we should do is very slowly and methodically go down the entire seven part classification chain. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it's important to do family. Uh, so, sea otters are part family. of family. Uh, wow. Sea otters are part of the. Is it? Mastilidae. Mastilidae. And... Nerv will be saying all of the cool. scientific names, um, um, which they is. Are weasel family yeah they're basically big water weasels so hey we're supposed to describe it to an alien oh shit yeah yes let's start with that so okay okay so yeah so do you want to do you want to do it this time yeah you know weasels Mm -hmm. what if uh in the water and well what an alien know what a weasel is okay this was this was not a good idea um Just describe okay. and just so describe like, the otter. It's got like a lo- it's kind of a long rat. <laughs> it's, got, it's got like it like it's got like this brown fur and a kind of a long fun furry tail. Um and uh they kind of float around. They got funny faces though, less rat like, uh more uh more flat and round, and they kinda of like hang out in the water and I think they do tricks. I'm gonna assume that they do tricks and dances. Um, I mean, yeah, probably. They have webbed feet. That's also true. Um, they got big chompers. Yeah, they're they're you. I see. I don't think this one's that big of a deal. I feel like if you are listening to this and you haven't seen an otter, like first of all, like welcome to Earth. Um, yeah. Because 
you might be an alien, but yeah, we're, we're specifically honing in on the sea otter today, which is a, a specific kind of animal and also obviously closely related to uh, other more um, freshwater otters and stuff like that too. But yeah, this I guy... I will say what, so I have personally never actually, well, maybe I did at a zoo, but I think most otters that I've seen are uh, river otters, not the giant river otters, but the cute little ones. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, Like the science or the South Carolina Aquarium has them. So yeah, they're they're a little bit smaller too than the sea otters. So yeah. So when I was thinking of otters, not like this specific time, I've looked into otters before this, but like I was thinking sea otters, I was thinking like river otter size. Uh huh. No, they're fucking gigantic. They're They're like five feet long. I'm gonna do like almost as tall as me. Uh, I'm gonna find a big one and look at a, a size comparison picture. Oh yeah, it's gonna eat this woman. Um. It's crazy. So they're they're five feet long. They can get up to like, uh, oh god. They used to be a lot bigger back in the good old days before the humans. But um, everything. I would I would just imagine a sea imagine sea otters to be the size of a large dog. That's pretty much what it is. So like, um, imagine like a big big weasel. <laughs> Very, very large. Like how uh, capybaras are like giant, giant guinea pigs. Yeah, it's like that. Um, Capybaras are cool, too. We should do them one time. They live in the they live in Laos, I think. The capybaras? Yeah, capybaras. We're not talking about capybaras. Sorry, that was a spoiler. (laughs) All right. Uh, We're supposed to do news. I forgot. Well, let's finish the overview. Okay. So, anyway, sea otters are cool. They're they are considered a keystone species, which we'll get into a little bit what that means. Um, but basically, it means that they have like an overly large, like disproportionate uh, effect on the ecology that they uh, live in. So, there's um, there's a very cool thing uh, that I I learned about. I okay, I will say this quickly. In undergrad, the absolute coolest class that I took was environmental ethics. And oh yeah, I took that, or not probably not that class, but I took a class of that. Yeah, it was really cool because, like, you know, there's there's the concept of like the biosphere, right? Which is that it's everything that is alive all around the world is a single unit that is like basically able to be measured. And the idea that like the different ways that uh, we interact with the biosphere are, is there's like the you know more utilitarian methods, and then like. Um, Ways of like you know uh, conservation stuff like that. I'll, I'll dig into that a little more for the next episode. I'm gonna do a refresher, but um, basically, when you think about the concept of the biosphere, you've got these otters here, and they have basically like, uh, for, considering their population size, they're they have an overly large impact on the world around them because there's a lot of species that come through them on the food chain. Um, and they're, uh, let me see, they're once estimated numbers at 150,000 to 300,000. So not bad numbers, but not great. But uh, actually fell in the early 1900s down to only just a 1 to 2,000. Mm. Um, because they were hunted for their fur. Yeah, so you know fur trappers? Mm-hmm. Notoriously yeah. good people. <laughs> Notoriously good people. Also, really, really... Um, 
It's interesting because I feel like every time we studied, like, history in school, it was like, and it was talking about, like, the 17 to 1900s in North America. It was like, the fur trappers are like this fallout faction of people that are just mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's um, crazy. It's like half the reason why a lot of America was, like, initially founded, like, uh, not founded. Or settled, yeah. Settled, thank yeah. you. No, you're right, and it's it's kind of pretty awful, but, like, again, we have, like, pretty serious conservation efforts now to, like, keep them keep them hanging out, um, which we'll, we'll get to, but, yeah, like, otter, otter pelts, you can imagine, like, the pelt for, like, a five-foot-long creature like that being uh, pretty significant, and there's actually a um, specific story I read about down there with uh, one crew, I believe it was a French crew, like, getting shipwrecked here in uh, the 1700s, and just killing literally a thousand otters and bringing them back and being like, look what I found. Mm. It's like uh, the buffalo. Like, literally just killing them to the point that you can't even do anything with all of them. Like, wants to go outside. Okay, cat break. <laughs> cat break. We're yeah. on a cat well, break. So, I have a, um, my my porch or balcony or whatever is, like, literally next to my computer so like i can let her out on there if i'm sitting here and watch her oh it's, well, that's it, nice well it's like she she is she has never tried to do this even but like she absolutely has the ability to jump off the balcony if she wanted to so like make sure i can like see her and that she's not doing that you should like attach her just uh, put her leash on i i yeah. could yeah um but i'm too lazy to get up again now Fair enough. Um, so, sea otters, they are normally found in, like, the colder North Pacific waters. Um, I think famously in America, anyway. Uh, they're in California. Um, and Alaska are the yeah. two big places in America that they are. When please, I think the, of sea otters, Aleutian I think islands. Of... And the where? Well, I said, please, the Aleutian Islands. Oh, sorry. Off, off the coast of Alaska. Yeah. Um, but, and they're Ooh. very cute. And when we talk about uh, the keystone species and kind of their endangered quality, I also have a story about something. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's the sea otter. Um, and they live, how long do they live? Um, I believe that they can hang around for, for some time here. Let me see. I just had this here. Um, females uh, become sexually mature around three or four years of age and males at around five. Uh, in the wild, sea otters can live to a maximum, um, maximum age of around 23 years. Um, oh. Yeah, lifespans, t- lifespans typically range for 10 to 15 years. Um, but several captive individuals have lived past 20 years. Uh, a female at the Seattle Aquarium died at the age of 28. Oh, yeah, um, very cool. But yeah, they're so they we'll we'll say they live about twenty years max, really, in the in the wild. But um, no, they're they're pretty cool. Um, I like that on the Wikipedia page, the word nipples is highlighted in blue. If I want to learn more about nipples, <laughs> it's just going off of your recent search history. Um, well, no, no, I mean, like, I'm just, like, on the Wikipedia page, and, like, all the, you know, it's, like, the blue, the blue letter, the blue words are, like, links to other Wikipedia pages. 
Yeah, no, I get it. I was just yeah. making a, a joke. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna open the page now. Okay. Just, just a boob is the picture here. All right. Good. Um, good. This is sorry. This is one. This reminded me of one of my favorite facts, which is that if there's that on the Star Wars wiki, like there's a page for the singular word breast. Uh huh. And on list of appearances, they just like list all Star Wars media. <laughs> Good. And I think that's very funny. It is um, funny. Okay, so the um, yeah, let's let's get into the next thing. So we were talking about like their uh, what their like place in like the the food chain and stuff, maybe because they are hungry creatures and they're actually foragers. So mm-hmm. yeah, sea otters are not as much like hunters, um, but they'll kind of like. Uh, scavenge around for whatever they can find. Usually it's going to be like snails or like um, sometimes some of the kelp and other plants uh, underwater, clams. Um, They are primarily carnivorous, but they do seem to eat some plant life as well, just kind of on the side. It's like a side dish. Yeah. I mean, I know they're one of their biggest uh, foods are sea urchins, which if you want to just go into... uh, just the, the, the logistics keystone. of eating the sea urchin, yeah. No, 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 the keystone species thing. So, yeah, like, sure. um, they eat sea urchins, and that's really important because sea urchins, um, if they overrun an area, they completely decimate um, kelp forests. Mm-hmm. And kelp forests are very important because they hold a lot of species. Um, they're like a nursery for a lot of species. And there's lots of animals that will primarily live in kelp forests. So if the otter, the sea otter doesn't eat the sea urchins, and the sea urchins eat the kelp forests, and then the kelp forest dies, and then all the things in there die, which is very bad. So that's why they're a keystone species, is because they conserve the kelp forest by eating the sea urchins. Yeah, and uh, what... What is up with underwater food? Am I right? Am I right? It's a little fishy. Right? Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> All right, that, was, uh, that, that, that almost turned in that was almost something. Um, <laughs> so one really cool thing is that sea otters actually also are able to use tools, which is I yeah. would say like extremely uncommon in uh, like rodents, <laughs> basically. Oh, yeah. Um, in any really anything any, yeah really like only a very few small list of mammals are able to use tools like that but yeah they uh to open hard shells sometimes they'll just like be able to like pound a rock against them things like that and mm-hmm. also can like hammer um abalone off of rocks like that so um it's basically just like the the mollusks and snails and whatever are hanging on the rock they'll like Use uh, another one to hammer them off. I like that there's a fact here. They have observed rates of 45 blows in 15 seconds, which is insane. Can you imagine hitting? Can you imagine hitting two rocks together 45 times in 15 seconds? <laughs> They'd be the best drummers ever. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Releasing the abalone, which can cling to a rock with force equal to 4,000 times its own body weight, requires multiple dives. These guys are persistent. Jesus Christ. And they got the chompers, so they can break into the shells like the clams or the sea urchins a little bit, and then they can just take it and they go, nom, and they just open it up. 
Yeah. They also grab, this is also unique too, is that they grab um, their prey with their hands, not their teeth. They're the only animal, I believe the only marine animal to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they grab them from they the like, ocean. Oh, yeah. I also read a thing that they, uh, they're one of the only species that like flips over rocks. How, and has the like marine species who will go down and actually pick up rocks and look at what's under them. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay, that's which, cool. Which like yeah. also shows a form of intelligence, which I is think, really cool. Yeah, I think if I had to give uh, a sea otter like uh, an intelligence score out of ten, what do you think you would give it? Like, like an eight. Okay. Oh, yeah, like, what, so. what's the are like humans at the top or like uh, yeah, I guess, I, are intelligent? I guess. I, I guess I'll yeah, like I guess if humans are ten on the on the scale, where do the otters fall? Yeah, like a like a seven or an eight. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just considering most most animals are very dumb, um, but like, and I know what you're thinking out there, listeners. You're like, actually, my dog's a genius. You're, I'm sure your dog is very smart for a dog. Uh huh. That is kind of the key element there for a dog. Yep. Um, but um, yeah. Also, do you know there's like horses that like can do math now? Like they got a st- science. I thought that was. I thought the person who was doing that. It turned out it was like a fraud. Oh, well. Look at, look at my face when I spread misinformation on the internet. <laughs> well, but like, yeah, I think like the horse was just. Uh, because like the person when it would be the right answer he would kind of react in a certain way uh, it wasn't purposefully a hoax but like he would like get excited and the horse would pick up on that interesting um and respond or whatever but um but yeah hmm. well do since we kind of did this in the wrong order but do you want to hear a cool animal encounter that happened recently Yes, maybe we can make that like our halfway point in the episode. Oh yeah, okay. Before we get into the cool facts. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, so um the this article is from July twenty first, so fresh off the presses. Okay. It is titled See sorry, I already messed it up. Wow. It is titled <laughs> Surfboard Stealing Otter eight four one keeps outsmarting California authorities trying to catch her. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so immediately my mind is making it so that the otter is surfing away to evade the authorities. <laughs> I mean kind of. <laughs> is, um, this, is this otter riding the surfboard to escape the authorities? Not quite. Okay. So it's basically a sea otter, um, and they are. She basically will like jump onto the surfboards or onto the boogie boards and like be aggressive, and then the people will back off, and then she takes it. So okay, she's, so she's just like, hoarding several of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she eventually gives them back, but you have to like wait for her to be bored with it. Um, but I think it's very funny because <laughs> they're trying to catch this otter for like a while and they're like, we're at a disadvantage because she, or she like, let me find the specific line because it was really funny. It was like, oh, there are, there were multiple attempts to use her unnatural behavior to our benefit, but, uh, her natural behavior like out smarted us which i think is funny 
I like um, that. I like the idea that like this otter is just like looking for the perfect surfboard and just like like no, this isn't it. This isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> like the returns it. And like she uh they're trying to capture her because they're afraid that she's going to hurt herself or somebody is going to hurt her or she's going to hurt somebody. Um because uh she's being really close to humans and some humans are really crappy. Mm -hmm. Or she might try to bite somebody. Um, but they, <laughs> they've basically been bringing surfboards and paddleboards out with them and leaving them there, like, as bait. <laughs> and then she'll come swim up. But it says that usually when they catch otters in the wild, they're sick or injured. Oh. So they're not used to having to catch otters healthy. So she's just getting away from them because they're so fast under the water. Um, and uh, it says she is very, very healthy. Um, and they do say that them actually using the surfboards and the boogie boards as ways of catching her has made her become more wary of them. So it's very uh -huh. possible that maybe she'll just stop doing it. Um but they are worried that, and they just want to get her. But I think they should just leave her alone. <laughs> She's just stealing surfboards. It's cool. Leave her alone. Yeah, let her have her surfboards. But I just thought that that was very funny because right, right now there are scientists that have gone, probably if they're PhD, so have therefore gone to school for like eight years and are now like waiting in a water with a surfboard, like trying to attract an otter. <laughs> I'm imagining it's, like, two, like, fat, bumbling cops that are trying to catch this thing. <laughs> the otter, yeah. like, swimming around them in a circle. Um, I, yeah, so that is a good story. I I think you hyped it up appropriately. This is, uh, <laughs> now, my tangentially animal-related story was that... Um, Elon Musk has received a cease and desist permit from this or letter from the city of San Francisco because he tried to alter the sign outside the Twitter headquarters without getting a permit from the city first. What? Uh, and, yeah, so he, he took down all the letters that say Twitter and he tried to put up like a big X and they're like, you can't do that. I... I th I It would have been honestly better, like I'm imagining like Twitter with the bird on the end. And then uh, him just going up to the bird and, like, spray-painting it with a giant black X. <laughs> I like the idea of Zwitter, um, or whatever it's called now, but... It's just is, X. It's, just it's X. like the Xbox. Okay. Is, now, is Phil Spencer going to be mad about this? Because actually the Twitter logo that they just made, which uh, looks like it might have just been one of the default fonts on Microsoft <laughs> Word, um, looks a lot like the Xbox Series X logo. Hey man, Elon Musk can't think of any of his own ideas. Do you know this is the fourth thing he's tried to name X? Uh, he he just, tried to, he wait, tried didn't he to like name, name his child name, X? Oh no, it was some so, weird. Well, he tried to name PayPal X, but he had like people that stopped him from doing that. And then he uh, tried to name, uh, uh, was it, a spa yeah, SpaceX. He wanted to just shorten it to be called X. Oh, right, SpaceX. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then third uh, was his child, who he tried to name X, but the state of California wouldn't let him do that. <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> now this now this one. So I don't know. He he keeps like talking about like the letter X is so powerful, and it's like I don't know. It's it just looks, an X. It's just it might just be one of the letters. What um, do you think is the most powerful letter? Uh, it's a good idea. We should do a power rank. We should do a tier maker for letters. Because <laughs> um, I, I think I think X goes up there near the top because it like cancels yeah. things out. It's it's pretty strong. Um, but like, I would say um, I would say Z is kind of like powerful because you don't see it often, and it like the scarcity gives it power. See, W just feels like a strong letter to me. I Don't like, ask I, me why. I think physically it is strong because it looks like it could like support its own weight. I feel the same thing about S. See, S S to me feels like if I pushed it, I would just knock it over. Like No, it's got its little like it's I'm thinking from above, I guess. From above, an S is just a straight line. What are you talking about? No, like the, how it squiggles. Like imagine oh my god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> imagine a 3D letter. <laughs> Okay. You did that for W, you can do it for S. Mm-hmm. Um, then if it came from the top, it like has the little like boop 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 boop, you know, like the back and forth. Right. Whatever. Anyway, this doesn't matter. <laughs> what were we talking about? Otters? Elon Musk is stupid. Yeah. And we're gonna go back to talking about otters. If Elon Musk and an otter got into a fight, I think the otter would win. If it was a giant river otter, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's I, another. Problem. I think a sea otter can take him. Um, okay, so I think the uh, uh, other thing was that. Oh, I wanted to um, get into the. I don't know if we listed this here, but like some of the like social structure behaviors, because there's some some fun ones here. Um, so I think a lot of people probably know like the primary fun fact about sea otters. Because it's on like every fun fact list, um, which is that they of course hold hands while they sleep, so they don't yes. drift away from each other. The best um, thing. Uh, your uh, microphone became very scratchy when you said the best thing. <laughs> As it should be. Like a robot. Um, Just my inner inner demon. Yeah. So um, that that is really cool. And what they actually do is they'll form things called rafts which is like a bunch of them linked up together. So it's not just two of them. And they'll, uh, they'll weir- they weirdly link up in, in single sex rafts. So there'll be like a male and a female one floating around. Um, but the interesting thing is that they, um, the, the social structure is that each of the males is going to like try to establish basically like a small breeding territory. And then after in the spring, when the males have all set up their territory and like mating season begins, like, the females will kind of take a tour and just like go through a lot of people's um, breeding grounds, and the males will be like, "Uh, uh," uh. And, and the females will be like, "All right, I guess," <laughs> or whatever. Um, it's it's interesting because they kind of like go on a sort of a speed dating thing where they're like, "I'm gonna check out this breeding territory for a few minutes. Uh, I'm feel I'm not really feeling it. I'm gonna go to the next one." It's like, girl, did you see that otter in that raft that just went by? <laughs> So this is interesting too. The males that don't ha- uh, have an opportunity to establish a physical breeding ground will all band together in one unit, and they'll also go on a tour. <laughs> and it's, they'll—it's it's the incel group. Yeah, so the incel group will sort of uh, swim through and try to intercept females that are doing their breeding tours. Oh no! It's That's like not, real life. It's, it's, 
Not even a joke. Um, Except for, I guess they don't really have. Well, no, the internet has brought the incels together. I was gonna I say so. they don't even have their own group. No, but. yeah, they definitely they definitely team up in real life now. Um, which I think was the plot of the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I thought that was really funny, but um, the uh, they're actually like not really considered to be like truly social animals because like. They do spend time alone most of the time, but they come together for the purposes of, like, sharing food and um, hunting and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's said to be more out of necessity that they come together than out of, like, a social need like humans have. Um, right. Yeah, but interestingly, they're, uh, uh, if you, you can just Google pictures of otters holding hands, and I think that'll get you through the lot of the day. It's really important. It's I start important every day by looking at otters. <laughs> It's important to me that you do that now, wherever yeah. you are. If you're driving right a car, pull the vehicle over. Don't even pull it over. Just do it right there. <laughs> do it right there. Um, uh -huh. uh, what was next on our thing here? Well, a lot of just go back and forth facts. Yeah, I've got a list. I've got a listicle right now. Here. Okay. Um, um, well. Is it the same listicle you have? Um, I don't know. I, I've thought about a few. Okay. Or I have a few. Me with okay. One. So... One that I think is really cool is that odd sea otters uh, basically spend their entire life in water and on the water. They can go on land, like they have the ability to walk, which is nice, um, but they basically spend their entire life in the water. Okay. So they can, but they choose not to go on the land. Correct. Nice. Um, so I like this, which is that they eat 25% of their body weight every day. Uh, which is a lot like me. That's insane. <laughs> Not you, <laughs> otter. Um, <laughs> um, how many, like, how much do, I don't really have anything to, like, put that against. Like, how much of the percentage does a human actually usually eat? Like, well, the normal calories or whatever. Calories-wise, I don't know. But, like, imagine someone who's 99 pounds eating a pound of nachos. That's one one-hundredth of their body weight, so... So we would probably eat, like, if we're talking about someone who is, like, uh, you know, like, the 99-pound thing. Like, if you huh? eat, like, three pounds of food a day? Eating three pounds of food is pretty excessive, though. Like, Is it, like, in for an entire day? Yeah. That's what I'm, like, trying to figure out, like... Like, if I've got, like, a big bowl of rice, and... Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, three pounds of rice, but, like, it's a lot. You can't eat that in one day. I guess um, a pound of nachos is quite a lot of nachos. That's, like, one of those giant appetizers you share with eight people. Like, a pound yeah. is a lot. Yeah. Um, don't, don't eat those burgers that's, like, here's a pound of meat. That's not, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, yeah. So here's one. It says the average male eats about 0.5% of his body weight each day. Okay. That makes sense so, to me. So otters are what, 25%? 25%. Jesus Christ. That's so What are much. they doing? Like, I don't even think we could eat that much. That's true. There's like not even enough time in the day to eat that much. Like, that's crazy. They're just constantly going for it. Um, I like the idea that they're like always eating, basically. Like, because I feel like a lot of animals are like that, where they're like, if they're not sleeping, they're pretty much eating. <laughs> like, that's pretty much what it is. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. But still, that's crazy. Like, All right, hit me with another fact. All right, I have to go back. Um, well, one is that they have like really, really dense fur, and they hold a bunch of air in their fur, so that's like what makes them float. Um, mm -hmm. And they have to spend. They're like basically always constantly cleaning themselves because that's like the fluffing it up gets the air in there, and then like okay. also if they get dirt in there, then it makes it be like unable to hold as much oxygen um but like basically so yeah so they have the densest fur of any animal on earth an estimated one million hairs per square inch oh now that's a that's a high thread count so they're just like doing the most out here they've got they're the like biggest weasel they uh have the most the densest hair of any animal they eat freaking twenty five percent of their weight. I like okay. She's. I was gonna say also one thing I saw was that although they are the largest weasel, they are also the smallest marine mammal in the world. Mm -hmm. We all we both read the wiki article. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um we're doing I, it so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um. Um, I've got a good, uh, we can, uh, just do this one here, which is that, uh, they are, uh, they're able to hold their breath for over five minutes at a time. Um, the river otters can actually go up to eight minutes. So Hell basically yeah. they just like, they have a 2.5 times greater lung capacity than that of similar sized mammals. That's crazy. So yeah, once again, so, doing the most. Yeah. Don't smoke kids. Don't smoke. Be like a sea otter. Lay on your back in the water for your entire life and hit rocks together. I don't know about you, but I would literally, I would, I would, I've never, I've never seen a sea otter with a cigarette. So I mean, you're right. I've never either, but I've never seen a sea otter, so that's not really saying that much. Um. Oh, this is a cool fact. So they put stuff in their armpits. So uh -huh. they have, because they're on their backs, so, like, their armpit creates a nice little, like, flubby area, and they can just store stuff in there. And then not only that, but they have favorite rocks. So they, like, find a rock, and they keep that rock, and they like that rock. Like, if they accidentally drop it, they will, like, go get it. That I can relate to. Do you think the sea otter thinks that the surfboard is a rock and is, like, trying to find the good one? I don't know. I think the sea otter is probably just like, here's a fun thing that I can float on. <laughs> it's colorful, and also the humans have it, and I don't like the humans. Maybe it's like a, maybe, oh, maybe the that sea otter got into a conversation with uh, the orcas that are attacking the boats, and he was like, this is my boat. This is my rebellion. I'm going to take their surfboards. They're like tiny boats. Mm, I think the. Um, I don't know. I, I think that if you. I'm sorry. I like got lost in the idea of like a small person riding a sea otter as a boat. <laughs> I like I had no idea what happened. Um, but anyway, we uh, should talk about their uh, humans versus the world, which I think we've renamed Habitat for Humility. Yes. So that we can remind ourselves that uh, 
we could do better. Yeah, maybe we should. So we've talked a little bit about the fur trade. There was this, um, let me find this, this story here, but um, I think it was, uh, oh, you know, it was, it was Russians. So uh, Vitus Bering, uh, which you may know from the Bering Strait fame. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Wait, is this a person? This is a person, Vitus okay. Bering, who's a yeah. captain, which that strait was named after. Um, but uh, he and his uh, crew got shipwrecked in 1741 on a North Pacific voyage. Um, and there was a, um, they discovered sea otters on the beaches of the island, and they spent the entire winter hunting them and then gambling with their pelts, and then returned to Siberia, having killed nearly a thousand otters. And this is what began what people called the Great Hunt, which would continue for another hundred years because sea otter pelts became like a Russian luxury. Um, oh, is that but, what the hats are made out of? Yeah. Um, so that's great. <laughs> good. Yay. Good. Um, but yeah, they, they, the, the Russians actually really moved into the Aleutian Islands, of course, which are the southern islands coming off of uh, Alaska. Um, before that, you know, before that was an American territory. That was a popular hunting ground for them because it's, you know, not honestly that far from Russia. I think you can see it from your house there. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, I can see Russia from New York. From New York? Mm-hmm. I was, I was talking about the, the Sarah Palin thing. Oh, because you said your house. Yeah, well, I meant you. I was making a joke. Yeah, all right. Well, can you see it from your house? Yes. Okay. Um... <laughs> Oh, I yeah. just swallowed something wrong. Come on. Um, and then somebody who I think we're going to see repeatedly over the course of this series, uh, Captain James Cook. Maybe not not my favorite man. Um, uh, James Cook, if anyone doesn't know, was a very, very influential captain uh, in that he um, discovered, like, quote unquote, you know, discovered for the old world. Like he discovered Australia and Hawaii. Um, mm, yeah, and, not the best guy. No, he did some bad things when he got to Australia. Actually, <laughs> is the thing. And Hawaii. And Hawaii, actually, yeah. So, um, Captain James Cook also reached Vancouver Island in 1778 and bought uh, sea otter furs from the First Nations people there, and then uh, took them and sold them at a Chinese port, which alerted the Chinese to, "Hey, sea otters!" And so the Chinese began hunting them too. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. So anyway, let's not, I guess what I'm, my, my appeal to you, the listener is if you see a sea otter, please don't kill it and skin it. That's about all I get. Yeah. What? Are you okay? <laughs> I swallowed water wrong and I'm dying. Okay. I'll keep talking then. Listen, there was also, um, the primary predator of the sea otter is oil spills. So um, but yeah, there was actually a pretty huge problem with the Exxon Valdez oil spill, which was in 1989, that killed literally thousands of them, like, all at once, and the lingering oil in the area basically means that, like, nothing can live there still, um, which I think the these kinds of things, like these oil spills, like, you know, they're horrible when they happen, and, you know, I, I think all of us probably remember the BP oil spill better, because I don't think mm. we were alive for the Exxon one, but... The um, regardless, the the concept is the same though because not only does it immediately kill the animals in the area, it's 
basically makes that whole section of the ocean uninhabitable for the next hundred years. Yeah. There are some, like, cool ways that they've been trying to figure out to, like, uh, clean up. Like, they kind of have these things that kind of, like, skim the oil off the surface, but it, like, doesn't work that well. <laughs> but they are trying. Nice. Um, I think the, um, hold on a second. Yeah, the, there's, there's been a lot of efforts to, like, help them out. Um, cause, like, there are still definitely poachers for these. Like, they're primarily Russian, it looks like, but, um, there are definitely still poachers for, for sea otters, and they are generally protected in most countries. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where, like, the, these things are kind of way out in the water a lot of times. Like, who's gonna know? So well, it's like it's like whales. Yeah. Have, do you remember have like kind of similar <clears throat> problems? Do you remember whale wars? Yes. Which was maybe just the most insane premise for a TV show of just like this unhinged man going out and like sinking whaling ships and like creating international incidents <laughs> for a TV show. Yeah. I mean, um, it's like ice road truckers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are several protected areas in the U.S., Russia, and Canada, um, and these places have, like, you know, no dumping laws and, uh, no oil drilling, uh, but we have, um, you know, we have a cool sanctuary in the Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary, uh, got 1,200 sea otters living there, so that's pretty good. Um, nice. yeah, they are definitely endangered, but not so much on the verge of extinction anymore. They definitely were 100 years ago, very much on the verge of extinction. Um, so I do we're... know that uh, that um, one of the reasons why the otter the otter effort, the effort to make them not endangered anymore has been successful is because uh, otters are so cute. Yes. Ooh, can we talk about my favorite word? Yes. Which is charismatic megafauna. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a good name. That? It's a good name for a band, but it is already taken, so don't even think about it. Um, so charismatic megafauna is this social concept in which humans uh, care much more about animals that look cool slash cute and are mm -hmm. much and are larger. Also, the size is important because the 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 problem is that like the effort for conservation pretty much gets directed to whales or elephants or rhinos things like that whereas i've got this endangered tree slug here that i think the tree slug is going to be our default boring animal <laughs> but the, i've got this endangered tree slug here that maybe itself is a keystone species maybe it ecologically is very important but we're not going to be able to get any money directed towards conserving it because it is not a sexy animal yeah um, but yeah, like otters do benefit from that, uh, that concept because they are very cute and people love seeing them. Um, I did see one in the zoo the other day at the Atlanta zoo. Um, it was sleeping all curled up. Oh, oh, very cute. Um, so, and, and I thought to myself, I better donate some money to its conservation. And so they got me. Did they, um, did they just, you like, you like look at the otter and it looks super cute. And then you look yeah. directly to your left and there's just a giant there's thing. A man, that's like, there's a money. man, there's a, there's a man there actually. He's got a, like a hat, like low over his face. And he's like, yeah. Hey kid, you want to save the otters? <laughs> he, he's got like a big, he's got a big like Kroger plastic bag with dollar bills in it. And he like holds it out for you to throw stuff in there. 
And then he and then he's like, "Aren't they cute?" And you look back, and they're all staring at you with big puppy dog eyes. Yeah, and then you look back, and he is gone. He has left the city. Um, <laughs> so, um, one thing I wanted to also get into, which I think we might be able to, this may be doable. I, I don't want to promise that this is doable every week, but like most animals are in some cultures, like either like revered or like actually exist as deities, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are there are definitely some like um cultures where otters uh the sea otters are like shown to be like magical and like revered and powerful. Um so the Ainu people in the Kuril Islands, which is in the you know North Pacific indigenous culture, um as well as a host of others. Uh lot basically there's like a whole host of tribes. The sea otter plays like this important role. Um because a lot of these things have very animist traditions. Um and animism is this idea that like objects and like creatures and places all have this like spirit power and all things are alive if that makes sense so like the Mm -hmm. the the earth is a living thing like these rocks are like a thing um it's a very like native american or first nations whatever kind of way to interact with nature around you um not something that we typically do anymore Mm -hmm. but so yeah. what do the otters represent? Otters represent uh, taking their pelts and killing them. No. Yeah. They probably, I feel like, well, they, they're just thanking them for their contribution. Yes. So yeah. um, sea otter pelts were like kind of considered to be rare, very powerful gifts um, because they were used basically for like weddings and funerals and stuff like that. Um but uh, the among the Ainu, the sea otter was actually the messenger that like traveled between the humans and the creator. Um, Aww. Yeah, so like the the sea otter would take their messages. Um, and uh, versions of a widespread Alut legend tell of lovers or despairing women who plunge into the sea and become otters. Oh yeah, that's like it's like uh, the Celtic tradition has that for seals. Yeah, it's they have a lot of like human qualities to that i mean we've expressed that already like sea otters have a lot of like more human-like behaviors than most animals so mm-hmm. it's not very like surprising that they would, would come out that way but yeah they've um they, they've been doing well mostly in in um being raised in captivity like the conservation efforts for aquariums and zoos have largely been really successful um again because of the the cuteness factor but yeah, we're um everybody uh just uh make sure that what happened to the Keystone pipeline? Did they do that? I think they did, yeah. I think they did, yeah. I think a lot of animals died cuz they did that. Um very cool, but yeah, I think the um Oh no. Uh wow. So, um I'm just reading this here. In 2007, a YouTube video of two otters holding paws drew 1.5 million viewers in two weeks and had 22 million views in July 2022. Filmed five years previously at the Vancouver Aquarium. It was YouTube's most popular animal video at the time. The lighter colored otter in the video is Niak, a survivor of the 1989 Exxon Valdez oil spill. Aww. Niak died in 2008 at the age of 20. Oh, but he was old. Yeah. And uh, Milo, the larger one, uh, died of lymphoma in January 2012. So that's great. Oh, good, good positive fact there. Yeah, I see that. I see at the end of this outline, you wrote something happy. So that was my <laughs> contribution. I think the something happy is that 
otters um, are like very, very good parents, and the mother and child share a special bond, and they love each other, and it's cute, and they're just fluffy little animals with so much love, but very large teeth. I think that's good, yeah. And I also think it's very cool that they are like, um, I, I, my other, my other actual happy fact has been like the like skyrocketing increase in the population. Like we've, the, the sea otters are one of the more successful conservation efforts over the last hundred years, and like that's really cool to see that like humans were able to come together and like try to rectify some of our wrongs. So, yay! They are they are coming back. Keep an eye out. There could be one outside your door right now. Right now, go look. Although, if the waters have risen, nope, that's depressing. We need to end happy. <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> end it. The waters end have it. risen. Just end it. <laughs> Get me out of here. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for joining us today uh, for uh, Animal Genius World Episode One, where we. Um, I hope you learned a lot about sea otters and get a little bit more appreciation for them. Um, I believe that they do exist at most um, zoos and aquariums. So if you happen to stop by one, say hi for me. Um, they are very cool little creatures and uh, don't stick your hand in their mouth. But nope. other than that, just kind of like... Let them steal your surfboard. Let them steal your surfboard. You don't need it. No. You, humans weren't meant to water walk. Mm -mm. <laughs> the great messenger told me. <laughs> he said humans aren't meant to water walk and then he took all my belongings at the beach <laughs> and then he took all my surfboards <laughs> it was amazing um he took all he took all of my surfboards from my collection oh my uh, god i'm I feel tired like that's, a, that's a good ending that's a, yeah it's good all right well we need to have like a catchphrase to go out on so oh, what, god, is that? Uh, what is that gonna be uh you, you, I'm, you I'm, I'm Annie, and that's Nerev, and we're animals talking about animals. You, you make them. We find, we find them in the wild. No, no. Taking your animal encounters and making them Inc mammal mammals. Making, making them mammal. No, no. We, can't say, we can't say making them mammals. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. ot, ot, otter. Uh, do you have any otter ideas? <laughs> oh. No, you can't. Oh, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work after time. this. One. It's um, not going to work after this one. I was also trying to think of an otter pun, and then also thought of that. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, do you remember that thing called the Animal Alphabet? There was a series of VHS tapes in the early '90s, and. <gasps> They would there would be a, a guy and he would like rap about all the different animals A to Z and there were several several of them, but I remember sometimes we got to watch them in school because you know when they'd like bring in the TV on the big cart and like wheel it into the room, yeah yeah and with the VHS player and like we'd get to like they'd like rap about how cool animals are so like um, anyway can we can we say something like that? Uh, the. I really like the otter. They're never a bother. Uh, they swim in the sea, and it's nice to see. <laughs> I like that you didn't. You didn't even. You didn't even think to rhyme otter with water, where they live. What bother is a <laughs> slant slant rhyme? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna just say that uh, we're gonna figure out a catchphrase next time. Yep. Um, but it's gonna be really good. So animal for animals. Did you say animals are danimals? No, I said animal but animals. 
It's not, that doesn't make more sense than what I said. Exactly. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Um, I will uh, be putting this up on all the... It might take a second to get everything, like, connected, but, like, I, I'm going to be putting this up on all the major podcast platforms, so if it... Uh, it should be on, like, Spotify right away, but, like, it'll be on iTunes and Google Podcasts and all the other friends. Uh, one that, like, registers and stuff, but, yeah, Um, so it should be coming out regularly there. We made an Instagram, so you can find us there. You can follow it. We'll start posting pictures of animals there. Yay! Um, that is at Animal Genius World. So, yeah, um, give us a follow. Tell your friends because uh, we have we have much we have much knowledge here. We that... have much things. Thoughts. We have, we have much thoughts to share. Oh. Uh, I uh, I know how we can end it. We can okay. say we can say thank you to our recording robot. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank yeah. Greg. Thank Greg. <laughs> That's not a good outro. All right. No. Bye, guys.